Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Welcome back to another epic episode of Unapologetically Abundant. And you might be asking yourself, why am I hearing a man's voice? on this podcast that Petya, her Czech accent, you normally hear and you normally hear that hosting voice on here. Well, I am Christopher Burns and I'm the host of Mastering Man Within podcast. And I am also Petya's wonderful, handsome husband who is practically Superman. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but we, we are very, very grateful that you're tuning in. I'm grateful. I know Petya is grateful. And the intention for today's episode is to cover my experience about Vipassana because I know Petya came on and she had a pretty wild experience, a wildly hot experience <laughs> while she was at Vipassana. And I had a very different experience. So, uh, you know, for me, I'll, I'll be sharing the distinctions and the things, some of the things that really made a difference for me and hit home to me. She wanted me to come on and share because uh, we, we really did have very different experiences and the lessons that we got were different. And ultimately she wanted to make sure that you got another perspective because having different perspectives in life is super, super important. So just want to say thanks for tuning in. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And you know, I'm going to shout you out and, and uh, shout or call you forth, I should say, and, and just make sure that you share this with another woman who is on the journey of personal growth, self-mastery, becoming unapologetically abundant, uh, claiming her uh, divine gifts. I'm, I'm very spiritual as well. I know Petya is. Uh, I, I would say I own it even more and, and share about that even more, but it's, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. <laughs> and we have a lot of fun. Thanks so much for being here. So Vipassana, 10-day silent meditation retreat. It was wild. It was um, my second one. Second one after three years ago, both of them at the same location in Joshua Tree. And before the retreat experience, I don't know about you, but for me, there's a lot of stuff going on in life. There's a lot of things wanting our attention, taking our attention, stealing our attention, grabbing our attention and pulling it away from the things that are most important to us. And for me, gets kind of frustrating and I beat myself up and I go into cycles of shame and guilt and, and, uh, you know, negative thinking and beating myself up. And then that goes even more powerlessness, all, all these different things. And, uh, 
before the 10 day silent meditation retreat, uh, you know, I, I had things going pretty well. I'm, I'm very grateful. I have our elite men mastermind group, which is awesome. So uh, by the way, shout out if you, if you know any, uh, or, or requests, I should say, I keep doing these like shout outs. <laughs> if you know any great guys who are looking to level up and become the best versions of themselves, definitely uh, let them know about Christopher Burns and men mastermind and the elite men mastermind. Uh, but that's been going well, been growing, getting new guys in there and our podcast mastering men within that's continuing to go. And, you know, I, I'm grateful for everything that's working in my life. Got great mentorship, great community, hosting monthly men's dinners here in Las Vegas. And I'm grateful. And yet there's still this experience that I, before I didn't have the traction that I desired. I didn't have the momentum. I didn't have the, the oomph to create the life that I was truly desiring to move the mountains that I felt like I was facing. And you might say, well, maybe there's just an aspect of being patient and, and taking the steps that you got to take, take. And while that's true, yes, I also believe that there was an element of, of being distracted and having my attention going to things that, that weren't as productive, whatever those things may have been, whatever those kind of old habits that kept resurfacing that were taking my, my focus, my life force, my, my joy and, um, robbing me of my, my power and my presence and my ability to serve and, and make a difference for others. So I was feeling that before the retreat and I knew I was like, man, I need some silence. I need some stillness and I'm craving some reconnection with my soul. I am desiring it. I'm creating that. I'm committed to creating more connection with my soul, with my source, with the God within, with, with nature, with all these beautiful things. And so I said, let's do it. Let's, let's go book this thing. And I told Petia, we're going to book this, this meditation retreat. They have them just about every month. They're free. If you didn't know, Vipassana meditation retreats are free. They're ran by people who come back and serve and also donations. And they're doing well. They're expanding the center. And they have them all around the world. So not just for people in Southern California or even the United States. So what happened was uh, we registered for it. And got in, I registered about, I think it was a month and a half before. So check out when you do it. You have to get on really early because especially for women, they fill up super fast. Um, for men, it's a little bit slower. There's more availability, more openness. Not as many men jump in, but uh, women fills up super quick. So I registered Petia first and then I registered myself. And we get there and I just knew, oh, this is, this is exactly what I needed. This is exactly what I wanted. And I kind of forgot just about everything I learned the first time around three years ago. But as I continued to go through the 10 days, uh, it came back to me and, and it felt like home and it felt like, oh yeah, this is what it is. So the first three days is teaching you to, to be aware of your respiration. And there's so much I could dive into as far as the curriculum and the lessons and why they taught certain things. So if you want that stuff, go experience it yourself. That was one of the biggest things is experience. Nothing replaces experience. How many of you are looking for the next strategy, the next, the next uh, post on social media to, to solve your problems, the next YouTube video, the next course, the next whatever coach, whatever it is, right? These are all epic things and they make such a difference. And for me, I find that information, we are on information overload, we have too much information. It's so difficult to process all the information that we get that now what we require more than ever, I believe, as human beings, men and women, is implementation, is integration, is execution on the things that we have already learned. 
I'd like to say I'm a, I'm a decently smart guy, not, not any better than anyone else, but uh, I'm, I'm a smart cookie, I'd say. And I believe that you are as well. Uh, and, and we get to give ourselves that credit. So being a pretty smart guy, I have so much information that I've learned about personal development over almost the last decade. And with all that information, how much am I actually applying and integrating that's the real question. That's, that's the important part to, to be monitoring, to be measuring is like, how much are we really applying of the things that we're learning? And so for me, having all these different courses, investing tens of thousands of dollars in my personal development education, uh, Petya may or may not have mentioned it, or you may or may not have seen me on this show before, but I ran a, a personal development podcast, a 12 hour live stream for about three and a half years, interviewed 800 guests over that period. And it was an epic experience. Lots of information, lots of different stories and life experiences that people shared with me. But being able to experience something yourself is completely different than, than conceptually knowing something about something or intellectually knowing something about a thing. When you experience it, it's completely different. It's like I, I can know a dirt bike, for example, uh, when you when you rev the throttle, when you pull the throttle back, uh, it, it's going to make the, the bike go. But I won't know experientially. I won't really know what that is like until I sit my butt on dirt bike like I did from like six to 21 years old when I was really riding dirt bikes. And, uh, and, and give it some gas and it's going to pull me and like, chances are, if I'm not ready for that, it's, it's going to, you know, loop out from underneath me. I'm going to fall on my butt and, uh, it's going to be a pretty painful lesson and that's experience, right? And I'm gonna have experience with, okay, how much throttle do I give? How much gas do I give? Um, you know, social media. You get experience learning when I post X words, here's what people think. When I post something maybe more vulnerable and open and a picture of me, people have way more engagement on that, potentially, right? Uh, you get that experience. You get that feedback of, oh, that's something that's that's more important. That's I'm, I'm getting experience on the field with Instagram. You can watch as many Instagram trainings as you want, but if you're not practicing and posting on a daily, weekly, whatever, uh, three times a week basis, I think daily is a little excessive these days. Uh, let's say three times a week, then you're not going to be getting the experience to be to, to know yourself as someone who's effective with social media, competent, experienced, becoming an expert, becoming an influencer in that subject. So experience is really important. And that was a big key of this 10 day silent meditation retreat. They wanted us to experience our breathing at first, the first three days, just to train the mind to be focused on what am I experiencing? Not the, all the million random thoughts that I'm experiencing, but just breathing in and out of my nose and to be concentrated on a really small, narrow area. Because oftentimes, I don't know about you, I'm a manifesting generator. My mind goes in a bajillion different directions at once. And it's fun. And I like it. It's, and, I, and it works for me <laughs> to, to some degree, right? Multitasking. It's a beautiful thing. Thank God for my masculine male brain. <laughs> totally geared for that. So... With the breathing in and out, did that for three days. And on the fourth day, then they teach you the body scanning technique, the Vipassana technique. And that ultimately is, is uh, where you stay for about the next seven days or so of practicing that technique. And one of the key things that we're doing in that is being aware of the sensations, but not reacting to them. And so this is one of the reasons why I believe Petia wanted me to come on and share this because she had a different experience and we'll let her ex experience be her experience. But for me, I, I personally 
was committed to more masculine, stoic, powerful, grounded energy. Not so much feminine, not so much I'm all over the place, experiencing highs and lows and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, wherever you're at is perfect. And whatever you're looking for and creating and cultivating is perfect. For me personally, I, I desired more get it done, more completion, more, more just follow through, more execution, more flow in the sense of I'm, I'm, a, I'm a laser beam. One of my, my old coaches, previous coaches, talked a lot about a light bulb has just as much light as a laser beam, just as much power, quote unquote, as a laser beam. But a light bulb sprays it all over the room. A laser beam that can cut through anything has a really focused beam. And I think that's a big challenge for a lot of us with our attention. So day three, especially first three days, uh, we were learning how to focus our laser beam of attention and focus on what's important. And I think it's really essential in, in this social media addicted world, dopamine addicted world, Oh my gosh, we get to retrain our brain how to focus on the things that are important to us. And I was committed to that. And I, I believe part of that is masculine, taking, taking the reins and saying, I'm going here, right? Masculine, feminine, neither are bad, neither are good. Uh, I think it's just really what, what's the attribute or characteristic that you're desiring to grow in and then focus on that energy, focus on the practices and habits and, and behaviors that develop that energy. So uh, day four, you're scanning your body and you do those first three days to learn how to just observe your breath and not react to it. And you're already starting to hurt. My gosh, there's a lot of pain. Let me tell you, ladies, there is a lot of pain and gentlemen for all the guys who are tuning in. Uh, don't know how many of those are probably count them on one hand, but <laughs> ladies, especially um, there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of pain. And uh, I know another teacher came into our elite men mastermind and his name's Andre, Andre Paradis. And he said that men need to do good to feel good. Women need to feel good to do good. So uh, I think that's, that's an important distinction. And ultimately for men, I believe we get to show up and do the things that we don't want to do uh, uh, <laughs> Because it's, because it's right, because it's good, because it takes care of our family. We're able to provide for ourselves, our family, our community, all that stuff. And women too, you know, sometimes life is painful. It doesn't have to be suffering, right? But it, it can absolutely, it is painful. There's pain in life. I don't care what you say. There's pain of discipline, pain of regret. You're paying one kind of pain either way. Uh, you're either going to live as a hermit <laughs> and not experiencing things, or you're going to experience things and experience some pain. So with those, those last seven days, um, there's a lot of pain in, in your back and your body and your legs and your knees and all this different stuff. And it's, it's super painful, but the big gift in that pain, yes, there is a gift in that pain for you. For me, there was, uh, because I chose to see it. I chose to find it. So think about this in, in your life. When you experience pain, when you experience hardship, when you're, when you're facing the big mountain, the big challenges, the big obstacles, the big growth opportunities, the big possibilities that scare you or, or shake you up or wake you up or whatever it might be. How are you responding to that? Because that's something that a lot of us has been, have been very unconscious about. Are we really being conscious in our response or are we, are we unconsciously reacting? Because so many people are in total reaction mode in the world today. Social, social media, our phones train us to be reactionary, dopamine fiends, dopamine addicts looking for that next high or next hit of the thumbs up or the heart or whatever it might be. So 
with this meditation retreat and these last seven days of the retreat, there's an opportunity to witness my pain, but not take ownership of it, not have my ego flare up and say, oh, I'm hurting so bad. Stop this. It's, it's too much. Go home. Leave this place. You don't have to stay here. You don't need to be here. Go back to your room where nobody can find you. You can sleep on the bed instead of meditating. My ego and everyone's, I imagine, was trying to persuade us to stop, to, to get out of this pain, to do something to end this pain. But if the pain is good, good or bad, it's a subjective thing. So maybe that's not the best word. But if the pain is just a sensation along the journey of you mastering yourself, of building a characteristic, building a quality of self-mastery, purifying your mind, purifying your thoughts, then it's valuable and it's, it's not the thing that we get to react to or respond to. It's, it's, it's secondary. What's more important is your goal. What's more important is your vision, is your value that you're building. So over these seven days, I experienced a lot of pain, but I was grateful for it because I, I just noticed it. They, they taught us to take this third person perspective as well. It's not me. It's not my. It's not I pain. It's not mine, mine pain, my pain. It's Christopher's body. Christopher's body is experiencing pain. Christopher's mind is having these thoughts. Christopher's knees are, are, are hurting, right? And so if you take that mind, that I out of it, then you can be more detached from the experience. So next time you're going through a challenging situation, or even right now, practice, pause, pause the podcast in a second and, and ask yourself, you know, uh, Becca, Becca is, experiencing a, a challenge, creating funders for this project, or uh, Lucy is, is experiencing uh, resistance to go post on social media or to go do a live, uh, or um, Sally is, is, uh, is, is having judgmental thoughts about herself and her body. Sally is having is looking at her body and is and is judging herself or shaming herself or feels guilty or whatever it is. Take that third person perspective and you can start becoming a little more detached from it instead of owning, taking ownership and trying to be uh, very controlling, very uh, attached to it. That's, that's the best word. So day four and day seven were really powerful days for me. I, I, I felt like I had just had this mind of glass so still, so serene, so peaceful. And when I had a thought, it was like God was speaking into my head. No, like seriously, no BS, total, total alignment, total truth flowing through me. Like I was, I, I am so powerful. I'm so capable. I'm so centered. So, so connected, so tuned in, tapped in, turned on. In those two days, especially, I'd, I had sessions, right? It wasn't all day long. It was kind of like this fleeting thing. And even that, even those good experiences, they taught us you're not supposed to, like, don't be attached. Don't be attached to the pleasure either. Don't be attached to the ecstasy. When you experience the ecstasy of these higher dimensional states of being, don't be attached to it. Don't let that, that become a, a, a desperation or a craving that you keep lusting for. Lust, craving, desperation. Those are not productive to you being conscious, to you being uh, the most powerful creator that you can be, to being fulfilled, to being free, right? Freedom is a big value of mine. And I know it is for Petia, so I imagine it is for you as well. So to really be free. Not just free in the 3D, but free spiritually, I think is, is something that we're, we're 
we have in common that we are questing for, that we are cultivating, that we are nurturing, that we are um, establishing even more of. So that's the, the, the big thing is those day four, day seven were amazing. And I also had some really crappy days in between then that were very challenging. They were very difficult that were like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I'm, I'm just going to stop. But the big key was getting back on the horse, right? After I get knocked off, after I get my butt kicked and land on my back, Les Brown says, if you can land on your back, it, it, when you get knocked down, land on your back. Cause if you can look up, you can get up, you know, knock that, get knocked down six times, get up seven. Really. It's, it's about getting back into the ring, not being on the sidelines, not watching, you know, life. That's interesting. Cause it's like, we're talking about being of the observer in this meditation, uh, but it's a different context, right? The sensations that you feel on your body, that's real. That's, that's like, that's what you got in this life. You got this body. And of course there's additional dimensions and senses and all that good stuff. And start with your body. Like you got your mind, you got your body. Like for me, you can't argue with me that I have thoughts and I have a body like zero argument there. Even some of my, even though I've been in spirituality for a while, some of my intellectual knowings of what exists beyond the 3d experientially, have I really experienced them at the depth that I am unshakably connected with those higher dimensions? No, I haven't. I have not yet. And I'm still kind of skeptical, right? Like my intellectual knowing is like, yeah, that's so true. So true. There's higher dimensions. So true. There's extraterrestrial beings and uh, master guides, ascended masters and all these beautiful things. Of course, have I experienced them directly though? Not really. As far as I'm aware, there's nothing that stands out in my, my conscious awareness, maybe in my dream states, I'm like partying with them uh, every night. But <laughs> as far as my conscious awareness, uh, it's, it's a challenge. So in between those four and seven days of, of euphoria and, and feeling like, like so powerful, so connected, so high on life, I got the opportunity to practice not being attached. And um, it was, it's just a super powerful experience. Highly recommend it. It's free. It's, it's uh, 10 days, of course. That's a pretty big ask for people who, have, uh, who are up to things, who are up to big things in life. But I've taken so many courses before, taken Landmark, taken New Peaks, taken uh, NLP certification. All these great techniques are, are wonderful. And I wouldn't be where I am without them. And my soul is craving and was craving. It continues to crave uh, and craving. Craving aversion It's not the best. My soul has continued to be committed to. I choose to be committed to. My soul chooses to be committed to. I love language. It's a beautiful thing. To be committed to being connected with my power, with my truth, with my, with my light, with my centeredness. Not the distractions, not the surface stuff, not the illusions, right? Not the matrix, I'm committed to being connected with my soul, with my, my source 24 seven and supporting others and doing that same thing. So how do I do that? Well, shoot, experiencing that connection in the meditation retreat. I said, I have to keep bringing this back. I must, I must bring this experience back. I must continue to cultivate and deepen my practice and experience uh, with meditation. And so uh, three years ago, when I finished the 10 day silent meditation retreat, I continued to meditate. You're supposed to do an hour in the morning, an hour a day. I did it for like three days, one hour a day. I didn't even do what they requested of me from day, day one outside of the experience, outside of the retreat. 
When I left this one, I'm like, there is zero freaking chance. Anyone is stopping me from meditating an hour in the morning and an hour at night. And guess what? That's what I've been doing. I am so freaking devoted to my own personal centeredness, my own source, my own seat of power, that there's nothing outside of me that is worth more. Of course, there's, there's family, there's, there's my loved ones, there's Petya, there's my dreams, my goals, all these things. But I don't show up as Christopher Burns, as my greatest version, unless I am connected and hooked up to the divine hooked up to source, hooked up to mental clarity, soul clarity, uh, the clarity of being my, my best self. And how do I do that? It's through an hour of meditation in the morning, an hour at night. Of course, there's other stuff I do. I read, I do affirmations, I visualize all this stuff. But for me, those things aren't as important as calming and training my mind to focus on what I wanted to focus on when I wanted to focus on those things. So for me, meditation has been huge. Highly recommend you look into it. If you have any questions, absolutely reach out to me on Instagram at I am millionaire Chris. Uh, tag Petia, post a screenshot this podcast. Let her know how much you loved having Christopher Burns on and that you'd love to have me back on. And, and what is it? There's like a takeover, uh, podcast takeover. <laughs> you want another podcast takeover from Christopher Burns. And, uh, and I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I know Petia loves you. We're so grateful to have you in our lives and excited to keep growing on this epic journey together. If you got men in your life, send them over to Men Mastermind, the Facebook group and have them check out Mastering the Man Within and uh, definitely stay connected with Petia. If you are desiring more clarity in your life and desiring more freedom, more abundance, more prosperity, more being unapologetic, being you, getting paid to be you. I don't know anyone better than Petya to teach you how to do that, to support you on that journey, to be there with you step-by-step, step, to facilitate you, not just give you information. That's not who Petya is. She is a facilitator. She w walks you, guides you step-by-step step through life. You got to show up. You got to do the work. But Petia is such a goddess and such an amazing coach. And uh, I'm blessed to have her in my life. I know you're blessed to have her in, in your life. So let's give Petia a big, big thank you. And next time you see her, give her a big hug because she's amazing. I'm going to go see her in a couple minutes because I live with her. It's, I know, I know. How, how blessed am I? How lucky am I? It's not luck, actually. I mean, it's, it's luck. We'll call it luck, right? but I attribute luck to hard work that I put in to intense focused work. Another thing, another great word uh, for millennials. I'm, I'm all about communicating with millennials for me personally. Um, this word of work has been given a very, very bad rep, bad reputation. Uh, work is a good thing. Work is a beautiful thing. When you work, when you do work worth working for, Holy moly, that's, that's the best kind of work. When you are building a cathedral, when you, so there's a, a story about two people laying bricks on one side uh, uh, and building a cathedral. On one side, the guy's like sweating, complaining. He's like, oh, I got to lay these bricks. This sucks. This is terrible. On the other side, the guy's like, oh, I could see it in my eyes, this magnificent cathedral that I'm building. He joyfully, gratefully, uh, so appreciatively places these bricks, brick by brick by brick, so grateful and honored for the work that he's doing, building this magnificent cathedral, okay? That's work worth doing. Building a family is worth work doing. Building a company, a business, building a financial freedom, a life of financial freedom is work worth doing. And you can play while you work too. Let's, let's combine them. 
past modalities and or past past the beliefs paradigms that say you can't play while you work that's bs let's create play let's create even more fun even more work and play together send a big love have a blessed week let's keep rising let's keep ascending let's keep awakening and keep mastering the man within for me and the man within for other men <laughs> and the women within for you the being within the god within and i appreciate you send a big love Thank you, thank you, thank you.